armed and ready to rumble. Armed and dangerous. We're we're back, baby. Hello. We were on vacation, but now we I'm decided. I'm vacation. I know. I'm on vacation mode too. I'm like, when can I have a beer? Um, the answer is anytime. Uh, but we just made the best decision ever, which is let's not record this before we go when it's only 70 degrees. Let's wait until it's 85 and we're fucking in a heat warning and let's record it. Welcome to Opinions That Don't Matter. <laughs> we're going to see how much Sean will sweat today. Yeah. I'm Katie. I'm Sean. Welcome. And uh, I'm sweating. He's already in sweating. Weird places. It's already happening. I'm wearing tissue paper for a t-shirt. You I know when you get to... the boob sweat? Don't pretend you know what boob sweat is. Well, I, I have my own version of boob sweat. My little bee stings. Your pe- pectoral sweat. <laughs> I was just talking to Jules, my my friend, and I was like, man, they need to come up with a bra that like soaks up sweat and you could just pull out the pads like, and wash and put new ones in. Oh my God, that's a good idea. And she was like, well, let's create it. She goes in all of our free time. And then we had a good giggle. I think that's a good idea. Because it's disgusting. And when you have to do things and you're hot and you have to wear a regular bra, not a sports bra, you're just sitting in your you're swamp, swamp boobed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to boob swamp talk. Ooh. Let's get into it. Yeah. Um, hey, good to see you, Katie. You too. I mean, you know. I haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> yeah, like five minutes when you went to go pee and come yeah. back. Yeah. It's rough. There's um, no one I'd rather be on lockdown with than you. Oh, you know? I know. That's like the new greeting card. I feel like that should be a greeting card. Um, so we went, if you guys don't know, we were gone. That's why this is going up late. Um, because last week before we left, so two weeks ago, was a f- fucking nuts. I was trying to finish a chapter. We were recording two of my podcasts. I had to record a talk. It was a lot. We were overwhelmed. And then I had to do a live stream for Patreon. And so we ran out of time to record this. And there you have it. That's it. So we're recording on Sunday. And yes. we're going to release on Sunday a day late. We've never been a day late. Or a buck short. <laughs> nine <laughs> years of making videos. Never put a video out a day late. Yeah. Maybe once. Well, mainly it would, we had a couple of times it's come out late um, for two reasons. Number one, YouTube just wasn't processing videos. We've had that oh, happen, yeah. member, and it'd right. go, we'd be like, oh, fuck, and it'd go up like the next morning. Or monetization would like go on and then turn off, and we'd be like, what the fuck is going on? And they'd be like, wait, we're looking at it. And, and then we'd wait and it'd be like midnight. And I'm like, we're not going to release it now. We'll release it in the morning. So we have it a few times, but we've never not released like right. without explanation. Also, we've had like really slow internet in the back oh, in the day yeah, it's the a little past. faster now which is nice but it used to be like a a mouth with uh, a mouse with like emphysema blowing through a straw that's the data transfer speed yeah it would take forever remember it'd be like uh 16 hours or something for a video right and we would that's why we would bulk film and try to get them up but <clears throat> man adventures in content creation right um anyway so we went to palm springs and for those of you who are like they can probably tell just Judging by my tan. Sean is so tan. I actually got kind of tanned, you even did. though we put sunscreen on every day and this I wore is, my hat. This is how you can tell if you're tanned, though. Just use my my white uh, oh, pastiness. Oh, as, as a, as a, a white gauge. balance? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a white balance off. <laughs> you always have me hold up paper, but instead we'll just use your arms. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we rented a place in Palm Springs, like a house, because usually we stay at a hotel out there or something, because it's cheap this time of year, because it's fucking hot and nobody... I mean, people want to be out there, but like... It's not peak season for them. It's like peak heat. And so we usually stay at a hotel so that we don't have to like do our dishes or cook or anything. We're like on full vacation mode. Um, But anyways, we rented a house this time because COVID and touch points and stuff like that. And we had a good time. Yeah, it was great. It was nice. Um, I'm a water baby, right? Yeah, Sean loves the water. I can't handle it after I get too pruney. I have to like let my body become unpruned. That's when I know that I've been in the pool 
just the right amount of time as I start to get pruny, and I then like I try and push feeling. it. I don't like that feeling. Yeah. It feels like my skin's, if I like kicked on the bottom of the pool too much, it'd like pull the skin on my That's feet what happened off. on our honeymoon, do you remember? Oh God, yes. Uh, <gasps> the story of bloody feet. Okay, let's start. So, it's like a horror story. Bloody Back feet, in bloody 2013. Feet. What are you doing? Sean <laughs> and I got married and we went out to Sedona for two weeks. Which was wonderful. And I think two weeks after, because no one bothers you on your honeymoon, which they shouldn't. But it's like no calls, no texts, no emails, no nothing. It was like, we, we, I think we even turned our phones off for a chunk of time. Anyway, we were totally disconnected. And after two weeks, I'm like, I think I'm ready to reconnect. And you're like, me too. But we stayed in this, um, we used my mom's timeshare. Yeah. And we stayed in a timeshare place. And they had these a bunch of different pools. And one of them had, uh, we'd been swimming all day. And then these, this family came by and they wanted to play volleyball. And we were like, can we play? We'd love to play. I actually saw it as an immediate challenge. I was like, I think I could slide in against these people. <laughs> Sean and I are super competitive. Uh, needless <laughs> to say, I don't even actually know who won because Sean's foot came apart. Oh, yeah, I blew up my uh, my foot. <laughs> he, it was so gross. The skin on his heel came off, and there was, like, blood in the pool. It's like there was a shark attack in the pool. I'm like, where's all this blood coming from? And then from? I was like, you got to get it's out of the me? pool. It's your foot. And oh, then, my God. And then I was like, want me to wrap a towel? Like, what do we do? Cause, and he's like, puts it in his flip-flop, and he's like, we got to go back. And it's like... Oh, it was definitely a... <laughs> A safety hazard. Like if there was a lifeguard on duty, they'd be like, oh, oh, bleeding foot guy. Right. You know, come out of the water. Right. Like who and, wants to swim in that well, pool? There was literally a puddle of blood at my chair. I know. You know, and just then, for a sanitation. Remember I got pool, pool from sanitation. the, I got water from the pool and like splashed to like get it to go away. It was so gross. And a huge chunk of skin on his heel had fl- like, it was still connected, but it was mostly not connected. <laughs> no, I, I take water uh, volleyball very seriously. I think it was the, the Pebble Tech pool. It was you pushing yeah that kicked your skin off yeah it was very aggressive <laughs> it's yeah sean does stuff like that all the time gets very aggressive and then if i'm excited about something i i go 110 percent into it go all in yeah so that's the story of bloody foot yeah and it healed okay sedona's beautiful oh sedona's beautiful I we actually uh being from montreal and then you being from mm-hmm. washington it's a totally different there's kind no of reason to go yeah there's no oh. reason to go around the world for let's say a honeymoon it was just fine going or i thought it was excellent going to sedona i really thought it was beautiful well and for our money like, too because we looked into going to hawaii and it was so much more expensive like three times as expensive yeah. no um, sedona stunning oh it was gorgeous we had i don't get nice down with time. all the woo stuff no we don't do like any vortex, vortex shit but i i would go to something just aligned. to hear about it because it's interesting you know i don't know anything about that um the energy centers and why did they always wear like uh what's the stone that everyone wears in the southwest turquoise turquoise i don't know i don't i mean i don't dislike it i do like a good uh western shirt with turquoise buttons so i think that's it's, like my papa suit yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i dig that stuff but when you start getting like eight turquoise rings on like you won the the mm-hmm. super bowl of turquoise if land. you want some retro western shirts i'm sure my grandma'd let you take papa's I, I definitely dig. Uh, we should ask her. Western. Uh, he has a here. lot of those. Yeah. Like some really nice ones. You know, Papa. He's a dapper gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always, you know, showered and shaved and yeah. wearing a nice press shirt. Um, but yeah, Sedona was great. It was beautiful. The red rocks were amazing. Um, and the monsoons. That was one of the coolest things. Oh, you guys. We to would, see. I guess July is monsoon season, or I'm sure it's like more than July, but we were there in July into the beginning of August, I think. And um, yeah, it was monsoon season. And just the way they circle around those red rock canyon, yeah. whatever you want to call it, uh, yeah. mountains. Um, it's, it's just beautiful. I'd never, you see it in photos and you think, 
you know, that, that's pretty interesting. And then you see it in person, you're like, wow, that is a Grand Canyon. Well, the Grand you know? Canyon's overwhelming. It sounds stupid, but you, I'd never been to it. This is the first time either of us had gone. And you're like, yeah, 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 big hole in the ground, yada, yada, whatever. And then you walk up to it and you're like, oh my God, it's just, it's so grand. Yeah. <laughs> it is the grandest of canyons. Of course, my, my, I don't know why whenever I start talking a lot, my nose starts to run. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's a weird thing. Go it's a weird it. connection. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, we were not in Sedona. We were in Palm Springs. And we rented a house so that we had the pool to ourselves. And we didn't have to talk to anybody. And we got groceries delivered and food delivered. It was lovely. It was awesome. Yeah. And we um, we love that area. It was very although fun. you did panic on the last night. Um, so the, the, oh, the air, air conditioner air went out. Yes. And it's no joke when the air conditioner goes out and it's 110 degrees outside. You're like, oh, could we cook in our sleep or something well you know? yeah i was like can we even sleep like this like because it was it went out around nine o'clock we we're talking to your sister yeah and i was like it's, it's getting hot fault. in here i blame kim kim we blame you um she did it with her witchy ways <laughs> no but we both i didn't realize you'd already gotten up and tried to turn it on because it would kick off sometimes and like go up to whatever their base set which was i think it was 80 or something but we both went over and it was like 80 or 81. That's when you start to feel like the room gets hot, or at least to us. And I went to turn it back on to get it back down to 74 or 75. And it just wouldn't kick on. And it was like nine o'clock. And I was like, I think we have to drive home. Yeah. Like, it's our last So night. I packed up. I, I got everything we packed dialed up in. Quick. Yeah. And then they acted like, oh, someone was going to come out. But they couldn't get someone out. You know, it's peak heat. I'm sure they're, those guys are super busy. Yeah, the HVAC people are probably running all over Palm Springs counting their ducats. <laughs> right, but dying of heat <laughs> See stroke. my joke there? Ducats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. Air ducks. Ducks. Getting their ducks in a row. <laughs> boy, oh boy. So we're going um, to, uh, you know, consider the desert as a place to potentially move to. Yeah. We looked in Sedona too at homes. Not looked like went there and looked, but like Zillow hunted. We've been around the world on Zillow. Aye, aye, aye. Been around the world and aye, aye, aye. Zillow um, is fun to see how other people live. Yeah. There's you ever uh, go into Zillow though and you look at a house, you're like, how... What is the purpose? What, why? Mm -hmm. The why mirror you? house. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Lay okay. it on me, Katie. So we're out in the desert. So, of course, we're like scrolling around on Zillow out there. And there's this home. And it, it's a it's a nice size. It's like the size we want. I think it's like 2,800 square feet. It's beautiful, I'm thinking. It's, and you, you, you shared it with me and you were smirking. So I was like, Yeah, uh, I giggled because every time you swipe to another photo, it just gets better. So it starts at like, the house is pretty nice. And beautiful. then all of a sudden, you're like, wow, that's a whole wall of mirror. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you could remove that. That's easy, okay, right? Okay, a wall of mirror. We Taking mirrors that. down. Let's put wallpaper up or paint it. That's easy. Yeah. That's an easy fix. Then... That was in the living room, the wall yes, of mirror. wall so of mirror. So it made the house look bigger. And, and it's I a thought, large nice. wall of mirror. And I was like, hey, behind the bar area, you'd leave the mirror. That wouldn't bug me maybe so much. Yeah, so like a discotheque. three-quarter mirror removal. Ah, okay. <laughs> then you walk down the hall towards the bedrooms, full mirror both sides and the roof maybe you just want to see how your ass swishes you know, i like, like to, i get to full 360 you yeah. just, it was it, strange maybe right? it's it a was TikTok like, house it looked like a, a yeah a carnival house of mirrors you know you're like okay well then it gets better who, who asks for that you got to be pretty vain to ask for a hallway of mirrors and how much does that cost because mirrors are actually kind of expensive right mirror mirror on the wall who's the dumbest of them all yeah. it's me i think i'm a uh interior designer and i'm not <laughs> um so then you go down the hall and then the master bedroom has a mirror behind the bed and the roof of the bed is mirrored yeah and i was like that someone gets some down. freaky freaky deaky shit yeah <laughs> does it also like disco lights come on and it's like, well 
the guest bed has it as well. Oh, I didn't I was realize like, that. Damn, you, you're just setting the mood for your guests as That's well. Weird. Yeah, it's this weird but mirror sex romp house. The bathroom the, got even crazier. The so, bathtub. Do you remember Superman when um, hmm. he has the crystal? This is the 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 first run of the Superman. original. Yeah, mm-hmm. Christopher Reeves, the only Superman. Origi- original. So he throws the crystal, and then the crystal produces a palace in the Arctic Circle. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what the fucking bathroom looked like. <laughs> it was like. Who has mirrors all around your bathtub? And everything was glass cube, which I really like glass cubes. I do cubes. like the glass cubes. You know, so natural lights come in, but people can't see out. Yeah. And uh, then, so, okay, so we're, we're looking at this ridiculous, chaotic place known as Mirror Mansion. Yeah, Mirror Mansion. And then you read in the description of what the realtor has put, and I always love to see, like, how are you going to, Sally, how are you going to sell this? And it's like, the mirrors reflect the beautiful natural light that accentuates this amazing home. And I was like damn straight yeah <laughs> so you try to realtors sell. are very creative in their language uh-huh. this stunning uh estate was once farted on by charlie chaplin right you're like oh well this is quite it we you know. heard yeah they're like it's a rumor to have been yeah once the oh my god the honeymoon house tell them about the honeymoon uh, house. so palm springs has some very strange places kitsch. Right? It's very kitsch. And they honor the, the tradition of what made them hip. Yeah, what right? back in like the 40s, the 50s, 50s 60s. 60s, right? Right. Any of the celebrities of that time. Frank Sinatra, Elvis, mm-hmm. Bing Crosby, all these people. Yeah, maybe you've heard of them. Just kidding. <laughs> Palm Springs is just far enough outside of Los Angeles that you feel like you're in a totally different area. It's yeah. a playground. But it was close enough to the film studios and music. You could get back. That you could get it's back. like two hours. Yeah, exactly. So it was a short leash for yeah. You know, uh, when I bet, I wonder how long it would have taken because cars have come a long way, but I just two and a half hours, two and a half hours, max. three hours, maybe. Cars yeah. did go fast in the old days. Yeah. Oh, okay. In the 50s. And less cars, too, on the freeway, right? True. True. I can't imagine driving through the desert without air conditioning. You just go fast. <laughs> Spray yourself with water. And yeah, be your, your own mister. Yeah, there you go. But anyway, so uh, honeymoon, oh. honey, the honeymoon house. Yeah, so they honor the kitsch or the not kitsch, but like these the retro estates that existed and one of them is uh the honeymoon house for elvis presley and lisa Mm -hmm. lisa Lisa marie Marie. Mm -hmm. yeah or no is lisa marie the the daughter daughter you guys let us know i don't Uh, know i don't don't even care Mm -hmm. anyways one of his wives his first wife is the elvis house yeah i think it's his first wife uh is so bizarre to look at first of all there's a picture of elvis every two feet every different stages of elvis's life Mm -hmm. you got the the young badass you know, uh, you got uh, a little Elvis bit older. the pelvis. You got uh, Elvis, uh, tummy Elvis, you know, when he's a little bit older. <laughs> he's had a couple of PB&J sandwiches. Uh, yeah, he was taking care of business. Anyways, but mm-hmm. that house just honors it. And I think it's kind of weird to, I guess some people are super fans, but... You'd have to renovate. Yeah, and what made it famous? Because he had a honeymoon there? For Maybe like a honeymoon week or for like two? a month, I don't know. But even if it's like a year. I know, he like, was just there uh, for a moment. It's not like yeah. he's imprinted he on the walls. He farted on that couch. You cannot get rid of that couch. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis died on the toilet. I know. Do you think the dude who, I think there's a joke about that. The guy who found him like scooped it out and put it in a plastic baggie oh, and was like, God. I'm going to put this on eBay. But they oh, didn't God. have eBay then. But Probably not, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> this place is like 2.5 million or so. It's like crazy amounts of money. And the funniest thing to me is the fact that when you drive up to the house, the windows that you see look right into that main bedroom, the honeymoon bedroom. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't want anybody to watch me while I sleep. I watch you when you sleep all the time. That's fine. You're my husband, but nobody outside <laughs> looking at us sleeping. Right. Okay. 
Katie, are you awake? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, but also those funny hoods, those huge, uh, I think they're just like ducks to get, you know how you have like a hood over your kitchen, uh, like in the, why can't I think of the word? Range. Yes. Stove your range, top? your stovetop. That's what I was looking for. I don't know why my brain just dropped out. Um, but the stovetop burners in the kitchen, for instance, you have a hood that comes over so all the smoke or smells of food or whatever, you don't want to like permeate in your home, it vents it out. And back in, I don't know, 1965, the hoods were like these huge, uh, imagine putting two two cones together, I guess, like one cone going down, one cone going up. And then hacking them and sticking them together. That's what the hoods look like. Yeah, it's like an open fireplace concept, right? So there's no actual fireplace built into your wall. It's in the living room. And it clearly didn't work out well because we don't do that anymore. And it just looks ridiculous. I think it looks cool. It's just this retro. It's kind of cool. But uh, the stovetop was my problem. mm -hmm. Because first of all, it's very low. So like, I don't know how you're supposed to get in there to cook. I guess you could only... I don't know. I don't know. And then the the stovetop's these little coils where you fry an egg or whatever the fuck you're doing were in a circle, you guys. There were like eight of them around a circle and then the hood came down. Yeah, it's very bizarre. And I was like, um, who needs it like that? It's kind of fun to look into oh, how people lived, how totally. rich people lived in different eras. So you're like, wow, that I can see it's it's kind of hip, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's kind of doofy. It's not going to age well, like well, myself. And I, you're aging great. You're like a fine wine. Sorry, I keep messing with this because it keeps moving. I enjoy the kitsch, um, but the thing that's kind of like that I worry about is if it hasn't been touched, how energy efficient is it? Because in the desert, shit, it's got to be, that's our biggest concern. I'm like, wow, water and electricity has got to cost a pretty penny. Electricity didn't used to be expensive in the States. Not that it's expensive now compared to other places, but we were during the 1950s, 60s, 70s, there was uh, a lot of disposable income. Mm. We didn't really know the materials that they were going to, when it comes to architect, for instance, when you get out to the desert, you have, uh, Wexler, right? Mm-hmm. And it's steel and glass. So you have these really cool vistas, but unfortunately the energy yeah, exchange from the right outside. Through. Yeah, but people didn't care because, you know, fuck it, we'd burned all our energy, you know? Well, was, I would care just because I want to stay cool. Yeah. That would be my main thing. Well, I can't imagine what the electric bill is right? out in the desert. <laughs> Makes sense like to have spinning. solar. Yes. A lot of them have owned solar. Anyway, so there's a lot of things we've been looking at out there, but those funny homes were ridiculous and we enjoyed kind of looking it's around cool that it's there i'd like to take a tour uh i know that they offer them um oh know, yeah of all the architecture yeah, tours. Just, yeah we should do one of those that's sometime. why knowing jürgen was uh one of my friends that i used to work with um he's a photographer and an architectural photographer architectural photographer yeah and yeah, jürgen but knowing like what he knew and then mm-hmm. having point out different places, it really helped kind of understand the, the space a little bit more, you know, yeah. what, what really what made is, Palm Springs. Yeah. Cause there's a lot, like, um, a lot of them be like, it's a, they'll give you some name, Mark Anderson, AIA. Mm. And I'm like, I've never heard of this person. I'm sure they're a talented architect. Means he's an architect. I know, <laughs> but it, it, they like say it like it's supposed to mean something to me. Right. And I'm like, sure. But there are some that I do know. Like that I'm very familiar with, but uh, yeah, Jurgen No Guy is a good guy. And yeah, he, he his did. photos are amazing. His photos are beautiful. Cool. Yeah. What so else anyway, is going on? So we were out there, and the funny thing about being out in Palm Springs um, was the fact that the Airbnb we stayed at didn't have cable television. It had what do you call those things? Those an antenna. It's like a new age antenna. It's the ones that you like hang on the wall. You hang on the wall. They're like a little pad. It, it looks basic, like a mouse pad with yeah. wires in it. Gives you the basic uh, channels, right? Well, basic channels in the Palm Desert, Coachella Valley area tend to be uh, two things. Yeah. 
tons and tons of PBS, tons and tons of religious tell in all sorts of languages. Do you want a Spanish-speaking Jewish There was a lot of Vietnamese synagogue? Uh, Yes, lots of Vietnamese. Which I was surprised about. I don't know how large the makeup of Vietnamese... I love Vietnamese food. I know. And Vietnamese people, so... They do have some good Vietnamese food that's like, uh, what's it called? Or something, Rooster. The restaurant out there is very good. Anyway, I'm not sure, but that was surprising. Tons of Spanish television, um, which is fine. We have that in LA, too. But there was, like these weird shows so we couldn't get our we couldn't get our phones to sling youtube tv or netflix to the tv do you sling do you sling you sling <laughs> i sling um we couldn't get it to work and the the owners of the airbnb tried to get someone to come out and they wouldn't didn't come out didn't have any openings and blah 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 and we never had it it never worked um so we watched the hockey games on sean's phone which was it works it's fine it was okay it's not ideal but yeah. there was nothing we could do so anyway um <laughs> we end up watching this show on this channel called Dabble, D-A-B-L. British. And uh, I love Brits. quite interesting. It's not um, only British shows, though, but this one was British. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. The Sell This House, remember, was not. And that was really mean. We didn't like that show. Oh, yeah. So let's get into this. Because okay. Dabble has a couple of different programs that we were very curious about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one that we liked is a in the vein of what kind of show? Would house you Hunters. Yeah, House Hunters. So you I you think it's called uh, uh, something about Off to the Country or something. Mm. So people moving out of the city going to the country and heat uh yeah so you get the realtor shows you three houses and then Mm -hmm. the mystery house and which one will you choose so it's actually four properties they were showing i think so either three or four and it was one mystery kind of fun because uh honestly i don't really understand the english architecture uh it's just like stone farmhouses kind of what they look like these little square boxes or like rectangles i don't know what to expect inside of it right True. And in North America, when I see a, a building, I'm like, oh, I know what the inside sort of looks like yeah. based on the era. But because I have no reference points for, for properties in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Or even Europe as a whole. Like we but don't, the bathrooms are usually very small. So small. And the bedrooms are very small. And, and the rooms, are there's tons of small rooms. Giant reception areas. I guess they haven't. Yeah, they're like, look at this reception. I'm like, what the fuck is a reception? Or the yeah. conservatory. I'm sorry, how about you give me that room in a bedroom slash bathroom so I can walk around my bed? Right. Because they'd be like, oh, excuse me, let's show you the next room. Oh, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> it was <laughs> interesting. And that's fine, you know, um, well, just they, different. We, we have more space in the States. I understand that. We've stayed, every time we go to Europe, the hotel rooms are always a lot smaller than I per, like expect them to be. Yeah. Like we went to Paris, we had one large suitcase and we couldn't even really barely get it in the elevator with us. Remember? Yeah. That was <laughs> a small like, elevator. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you could take the service elevator. And I was like, we'll do just fine. We should have taken the service elevator. So they, they, the show, they mm-hmm. present these people with three houses and Katie and I are really into it. Because and I'm like, we're I think like, they're going to take inside? the surprise house. And right. Which was wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. It was right next to the one mill. One had an orchard. Yeah. So many options. Okay. So they build you up for half an hour. They're right there. And the lady says, I'm not sure which one we should go with. Yeah, I am leaning towards the surprise house. But and then the credits have... start rolling. No, no, that's not quite how it works. Yeah. So she says, I think I'm leaning towards that. And then her husband says, I think I like this one more than her, which is normal house hunters. If you ever watch house hunters in the States or anything in our HGTV shows, they always say that. And then they reveal what they chose. So they say that. And then it cuts to the host. And he says, Hopefully they'll get back to us soon with let us know what house they chose. And I'm like, what? And then the credits roll. And Sean and I are like, you don't even get to figure out what fucking house they picked. It was a strange concept for a show. Wait. Wait. So there's no conclusion? 
Somebody explain this to us. They need to tweak that a little bit. <laughs> they need to workshop that. It should not have been brought to market. Yeah. It's not ready. It, or is that their thing? You never know. <laughs> they should call the show House Hunters You Never Find Out. Right. Okay, don't, so there was okay. that show. It was weird. <laughs> uh, then there was... Uh, con- no ending. No ending. The show with no ending. And we were it like... could have had a happy ending. We don't know. You got to pay extra. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> you pay extra for the happy ending. <sighs> then, okay. the next show on Dabble, after show with no ending is called sell this house and in this show the premise is that this person has a home in an area that homes are usually selling and they're they're priced to sell meaning it's usually a little bit lower than most of the homes in that size in that area blah 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 and they're like this person you know needs some help on staging their home we're gonna sell this house and then they show you the house and the one that we watched was like this little old lady yeah like in her 70s yeah, she wasn't even that. She wasn't a little old lady. She was, you know, fairly. Uh, well, she had her wits about her. She, yeah. I don't mean little old lady. I just meant like an older woman living by herself. Yeah. I'd assume either divorced or husband passed away. Kids are grown. So she doesn't need that house anymore. And she felt like it. She didn't like it. She was like, I never really liked this house. It just worked at the time. That's what she said. And the house is so packed with stuff, you guys. It's clearly been like a family home that she just never gets rid of anything. Like the walls are just plastered with photos, which it's cute. My grandma has tons of photos too. It was well lived in. Yes. It feels very well lived and loved. And But she needs, in order to stage the home, she needs to get her shit out of there. Declutter. Yeah. Because she had all those Rubbermaids stacked up. The house almost, it didn't look like hoarders, but it was definitely like a habit trail to get through there. Yeah. Because if someone's going to want to move into the house, you have to depersonalize mm-hmm. it and declutter it. They got to feel like they could imagine their themselves in it. Yeah. Um, so the house is very cluttered. Yes. Room after room was just and, overwhelmed with stuff. And the realtor. Much like our apartment. I, yeah. Yeah. Right. Somebody coming here, they'd be like, this place is horrible. Um, but anyway, so the realtor, whoever's the host of the show, goes from room to room and is like, okay, is there anything in here that you don't want me to touch? Or you like this room? Or what do you like about this room? All On all the rooms. In every room, the lady's like, I don't really like it. I don't really care. Do whatever you need to do. She, I think she's just like, I need to fucking get out of this house. And help me sell the house. Yes. That's but why what, I brought you here. This is where the story changes. And I did not like this and show. We couldn't watch it anymore. I thought that this show should be torn off the air. Take it off the air. For being mean. Yes. So they have people come into the house and they film them making comments. So people are coming to the house for to, open, house. open house. It's, yeah, it's an open but house. They're, so to they, sell it. they're filming people wandering around. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's these. Not like, spy cameras, but, you know, like a, a GoPro kind of hidden in the room. So yeah. people aren't aware. Uh, I'm sure they signed something saying they knew they were going to be filmed and it's okay. But you're, you're like reality TV style. Right. Anyway. And people are like, Ooh, it's a little cramped in here. Or I, like, oh, what's with all the pictures on the walls? Yeah, you know, like, this place stinks or this carpet's terrible. So the realtor then reviews that footage with the woman yeah. And you're like, oh, and she's like, so we should declutter this room. You can see what people are saying. She's like, yeah, I get it. Okay. Then they make them watch it again. Let's look at wh- how they react to your your bathroom. And then they're and like, this oh, room. this room's gross. Blah, blah, blah. And the lady looked. I don't know. It just felt really mean. Yeah. And like, then she was home. like, can you see why people, it was like rubbing a dog's nose in yeah. pee or something. Can you see why? And then she was like, yeah, you know, whatever you need to do, just like you said, yeah. whatever you need to do, just help me sell the house she's like great okay, let's, let's go into review the, to this yeah let's go to the, the dining uh, the, room mm-hmm. the kitchen and they just took this late you know to, to task and i i thought how malicious and right. we thought maybe maybe this is just one episode was landed weird so we watched the second one and it got worse 
I was like, this? it's not good. Mm-mm. We couldn't. Well, it was horrible. So because I thought a better a better thing would be to have people come into the house and you you have them say they're going to say some stuff that's bad. Like we just talked about mirror house and we're like, oh, what the fuck is that? And how many times are we scrolling through Zillow? And I'm like, wait, what? Oh, my God. This person thinks they're a designer and this is terrible. Or that zebra print carpet has got to go. Sure. I don't. Hey, people but might the, like zebra print. But you don't want the owner to be offended. And, and I wouldn't hear that, say right? that to the owner. I'd say this space is great for us. We could really make this work. Yeah. In my head, I'm thinking how much would Nichols charge us to rip that carpet out and put down some tile? So anyways. Needless to say, I think the better format would have been have people come in. You have them say a couple things like, wow, there's so much stuff in here because that's stuff you're already thinking. And it's not that offensive. Okay, a couple things. You show the owner, you're like, so what we're going to do, you know, and as the the host, you watch all, okay, we reviewed all the footage. You saw people thought it was pretty cluttered. So let's start decluttering a little bit. And then you watch them doing it. You know, you get them involved and I don't know, it just felt like a very shame building show i was like oh i feel bad for this little lady yeah it was malicious but anyway so we watched some really bad television what else did we watch oh some crime shows that were terrible crime watch daily we were watching basically uh you know all the free Local channels access. which was great um it was we like wayne's world party time by Excellent. the way the palm springs news is great we love the palm springs news why do they talk about dew points so much i don't know you guys let us know do you live in the coachella valley Please tell us why dew points are so important. I've watched the news my entire life and I've never heard They're dew fascinated. points. Be. Yeah. The dew point is up to 70. I'm also, like, what does that even mean? The weather is on pretty much every minute of the day. Like they're Always. weather watching. They're, they're so enamored by how hot out it is. They're like, it's, uh, it's 110 right now, but it'll be 118. But the next time we're doing this news segment, also the dew point is 70. You're like, wait. What does this mean? But it's exciting. And then. I found myself half an hour later putting the weather channel mm-hmm. back on. Like I got to keep up. Oh my God, it is. Well, creeping it's not really the weather channel. It's the news channel, but news is mainly weather. The, yes. <sighs> they're, they're constantly talking about it. It's great. Yeah. Like they're fascinated by how hot it's going to be. But they live, I mean, it, it, aren't, aren't they used to that? <laughs> I guess you never become, you know, used to living in an oven. I guess not. I, anyway, the dew points was crazy. And then talking about how humid it was. And I looked at the humidity. It was like 30%. I was like, Yeah. That's like what we live in in Santa Monica. Every time I see the uh, the big windmills, uh, windmills mm-hmm. the, that are uh, generating Those are electricity, still magical to me. It's so cool. It's so massive magical. infrastructure like that is to me. Like yeah. it makes me feel like a kid. I'm like, wow. It's so cool, you guys. It's almost like you know those pinwheels you blow on as a child. Imagine big white ones along. I've showed them on my Instagram stories, but when right before you get into the, I'm talking about the Coachella Valley because that includes like Palm Springs. Uh, Cathedral City, Rancho Mirage, Palm Desert. There's a bunch of cities along a highway in the valley between where these mountains are. And so at the beginning and end where there's no mountain cover or mountain protection, huge amounts of wind rip through that valley. And so they have these huge windmills picking up to make, uh, what's it? No, I want to say hydroelectricity, but. Hydro's water. I know, but what do they call air? Air electricity? <laughs> I'm like, no. I was like, is there a word for it? Maybe there's not. But anyway, generates electricity through Solar, wind. Solar, hydro, wind. wind. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, um, but they're huge. And there's like, I mean, I want to, because I'm from the country, I'm like field after field. But it really is. It's just like acre after acre of these huge windmills. They have really cool ones. Uh, when we were in, uh, Lamar and I went to uh, Denmark. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, looking out onto the ocean, they've got a bunch of them on the ocean because the wind just rips through on there. the ocean. Yeah. How do they bu- are they build the metal down into the ocean ground? Yeah, I don't know if they're floating out there or you know something, but well, they couldn't because the wind would blow them away. No, they could be they're tethered. tethered. Yeah, yeah, like a dock. But they're out in the ocean. I don't think they are though. I think they're they're they like have platforms. They to be platformed in there. Yeah. I'd assume that's really cool. Engineering with Sean and Katie. How does it work? I don't know. Maybe something magical is making right? it. Right? Uh, are you in Denmark? Send us photos of your beautiful wind electricity that we don't know the word for um you know in canada um there's a really cool project Uh, i think it's the bay of funday um it's the the biggest tidal shift in the world so Mm -hmm. it drops the the greatest amount and what they've done is they've put these turbines that float out in the water Mm -hmm. and when the water uh lowers you've you've got water rushing past these turbines and they generate uh oh hydroelectricity yeah but it's it's Aren't a really fascinating. Aren't most people in uh, Montreal on hydro? Uh, most people on the Eastern Seaboard, I believe, are yeah, on hydro. Yeah, so. Yeah, the James Bay Project. It, uh, yeah, That's cool. it feeds like New York State, and it's wow. A, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so there's wind out in the Coachella Valley. <laughs> a lot of hot air, you know. <laughs> also on the way to Vegas. Yep. So all in the desert. Around. That one's like a sci-fi project. All it those is. mirrors that but reflect they said the it's sodium. Defunct. Yeah, it didn't work. They, they spent a ton of money and it was a, it's crazy. a flop. It's really sad. But it was like a sci-fi film, you guys. It was like uh, solar panels. It wasn't wind, actually. That's wrong. It's solar yeah. panels. But there is some wind ones. But then it goes into solar. And all the solar, I guess they have them reflected. So it hits this big mirror and it generates more. I don't even understand. Sounds good to me. <laughs> you guys, it looks crazy. It does no, look like a sci-fi film. it's a bunch of mirrors film. that point. Like, into uh, one, the sun into one major sodium thing. collector thing. <laughs> we're, su- we're we're scientists mm. you should listen to us no but it's crazy if, if society you know goes sideways and we have to rebuild it's like that movie idiocracy we are living in the Feed worst gatorade you don't know shit about fuck um anyway so that was like a crazy thing think to about see. that for a second though if yeah. if things go really bad here and yeah. we're, we're left to our own devices what i'm really not gonna be able to do anything well i mean if it turns into mad max you know, like uh, the ha- post-apocalyptic world. We just live in a bunker. Let's get some uh, astronaut food. We'd have to find the bunker. We'd have to know yeah. where one is. We can't build one. I don't know how to build a bunker. I mean, I could build a hole in the ground, but it wouldn't be, you know. Do we just pack up and head north? Do you think they have bunkers up north? I don't know. It's a, <laughs> away from a city. Yeah. I don't know what we I do. I don't know. I think actually the safest place would be like Missouri. Missouri? Like nobody wants to be in the Midwest. Like it's not packed with people could be st louis missouri well yeah but i'm just saying like you know major cities they think they talk like Whatever dallas happened new york speaking of uh st louis missouri who uh, nelly was a, the the rapper was Is that from where there? he's from i think oh. so from the didn't he become Lou. a preacher i don't know if oh, no, nelly that, did no that's not nelly that's mace, mace. Hmm. he came back from being a preacher too he did i really liked mace back in the day heck yeah didn't nelly have the band-aid he did for a while what was that for did he have like a scar or i think he had a friend in, in jail and he was going to wear the Band-Aid until his friend got out of jail. What's one heck of a tan line? <laughs> I don't know. If you're a super Nelly fan. You let us um, know. Let us know. Where is he from and what's that Band-Aid about? Yeah. He was a good rapper. I liked his music. Nelly was good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have notes. Are you ready? Back in, this is before we even left on vacation. I made this note because I thought it was so strange. And I want our audience to weigh in on this. So you were talking, your sister sent us a photo because she was on vacation. And she was on a like a beach look like sand and the water and i said where did she go to the beach 
you know, because I didn't realize there was a beach so close to where she lives or whatever. And you're like, well, it's Lake something something. I was like, so it's not a beach. And you're like, no, it's a beach. Yeah, there's beaches at lakes. No. Yes. A lake is a lake and a beach is a beach. A beach is on the ocean. No. Yes. No, a beach is an area where you can put a chair out next to water, right? No. That's a beach. That's not the same. Listen. You guys, I don't agree. Some things I know and some things I don't know. But I do know that you can have a beach. You don't have to be on the ocean. You could have a, a beach a, at the what's lake. What's the definition of a beach? I think it's by the ocean. All right. Well. A lake is a lake. She was at the lake. <clears throat> she was at the lake that had I a wouldn't beach. Be, I wouldn't be at the desert and say, I'm in the mountains. That's, that's the same thing. Well, if thing. there were mountains in the desert, sure. That's different. <laughs> that's not at all what I'm saying. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? It doesn't well, make any sense. There are beaches. Um, what do you guys think? I don't agree. All right. Hey. And I, I was so confused because I was like, wow, in Montreal, there's like the St. Lawrence Seaway. And I'm trying to think of like, how would she have gotten to the beach? It's an island. No, there's but. There's water everywhere. But she doesn't. She, she didn't. You said it was the lake. Yeah. And she said she wasn't that far away from yeah. where she is. And I was like, I didn't. Anyway, it didn't make sense because. When I was growing up, uh, you couldn't really you didn't want to touch the water around montreal like i i remember being a kid and would you grow a tail yeah well thinking it was completely filthy um just because it's a major city and industrial and well, it's, it's a huge shipping lane right? yeah um so i just and, and i don't know what areas of the water was clean but i do know going down the st lawrence seaway towards thousand islands was like ooh, it was getting cleaner and it was super nice to boat and everything like mm. that um Man, some of that that area, upstate New York and Ontario. I watched the House Hunters when they were in Thousand Islands. Oh, really? And it was beautiful. Yeah, this is a while ago with my mom. Obviously, I always watch HGTV with my mom. Super cool. But I I've never been. You know, I didn't grow up on the East Coast. Like the most, you know, the most traveling I've been is like New York, and then went up to court, uh, Cornell. I was like, wait, am I referencing the Office? No, we had friends in Cornell. You know, like double check your brain. Um, but that area of uh, upstate New York, mm-hmm. again through Zillow, we can do some exploring, but. Um, it's fantastic. It's just a different era, right? And there's a bunch of properties that are aging out that are going to ruin. Oh, um, that's sad. Yeah, like summer vacation spots. If you ever watch uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, I um, love, you know, yeah. when they go Well, up people to used to New York, do that. Right? People don't do that anymore. Right, the Borscht Belt, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd go up there and... They called it the Borscht Belt? Borscht Belt. Why? Russian uh, people? Or Borscht. Yeah, Borscht. well, uh, Jews would leave New York in summer and they had like summer... Ca- I'm sure the... The Christians had their own country clubs that they'd go to. That's um, so weird to be divided by that. Yeah. I mean, I know times, times they are a change in things. Yeah, they God, didn't but... used to allow uh, Jewish people into uh, clubs. The discrimination was well, there was even... so choice back in the day. Well, there was even a, uh, recently, uh, I want to say it was when Bruce Jenner transitioned to Caitlyn. She... That's like a Superman movie. You go into a phone booth, you know, you're Clark Kent, and you come out and you're Lois. You but... Know? He, but Bruce was a member of some country club. He played golf. Okay. But women weren't allowed. Okay. And so when Bruce became Caitlin, they weren't going to let her in. Yeah. I, I, might I don't be know wrong. how that works. That's, I that's might be a wrong, but it was something like that where someone, you know, couldn't. Yeah. And I think they, I, I don't think know. Tiger Woods had problems with Augusta. Uh, he did because he's, he's part black and right. they like didn't let African Americans in there. It's crazy. One of the best skits ever is, uh, the Dave Chappelle show, the, uh, the racial, uh, draft day. Did you ever see that one? Oh yes. Yes. And he's like, <laughs> uh, it's like Tiger Woods and he's like all these like one eighth Hawaiian yeah, and, yeah, like, and he's like, we get him. We, we get, Tiger. we get to claim Tiger Woods. And Mariah Carey goes up or whatever. And they were like, I don't know if they claimed. Anyway, some people, they let them go. They're like, oh, oh. you can take him. The Caucasians are like, yay. <laughs> oh, my God. 
he's hilarious. Chappelle was great. Chappelle's great. What a good way of explaining race by like, instead of erasing, like we don't have a racist past, you, you know, or. Well, how do you learn from something if you pretend it didn't happen? Yeah. You don't burn books. You no, actually. You talk about it. Yeah. You, you help children understand why it's wrong and what's happened and where history brought us. Yeah. And why it's important, why we do things this way now. And Chappelle like, would hit it head on, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the black uh, Klansman. That yes. was crazy. I remember seeing that. I was like. Because wasn't he blind? So he didn't know he was black? Yeah. And he was raised by a white family. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's very smart, you know, yeah. the way he, the way he approached it. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's such a smart comedian. I really mm-hmm. enjoy his stuff. Anyway. Yeah. I have a real problem. How did we get here? We were around the world, baby. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. upstate New York though. Um, yes. Oh, it was the, because the country clubs and stuff. Right. And I was Borscht like, what? Belt. Yeah. So there's a ton of these like dirty dancing in the movie. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Because that, that would have been the Jewish, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, I forget what what denomination or maybe it didn't even matter. It was just a play on upstate people New York go and, out to yeah have summer yeah. camps and stuff. And uh, I just think it's fascinating that those properties existed. But as we were able to travel more as a society, uh, people yeah why would Europe you drive up? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah why would you go to upstate New York? It was kind of like eh not well, the thing to do anymore. Well, it's not that great. It's not that different. But if you look, you can just Google it. Um, there's a ton of. Uh, properties that are kind of just rotting now mm-hmm. but they're this grand era the 1930s the 1940s it would be fun if you could and there's they should have put them on airbnb oh yeah so people like we could have a big family reunion yeah be like everybody gets a cabin i would love to buy um a summer uh cottage cottage but like part of a collection you know where there's other families that are going up there and it'd be fun yeah. i Maybe because of COVID, we'll go back to that. We may. Because traveling's difficult. Like maybe some rich person will rehab I that. I don't want to fly anywhere. No. But I'll drive. I'll totally drive. Um, you can drive. I'll sleep. Yeah. I'm just kidding. We'll get a motorhome. I'm a good rider. I stay up. I You're my ride or die. Ride or die, yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, no, but we, I don't know if we'll be able to drive into Canada anytime soon. They don't like us anymore. We could tunnel into Canada. <laughs> dig a tunnel under the fence. The snow fence. Just wait till it gets really cold and really nasty. And then we'll just wave as we drive through. Right. <laughs> How do you do, DA? <laughs> okay. We'll see you. Thanks. Yeah. Good times. Okay. So we've talked about... Uh, oh. Yes. Um, what? You had something you wanted to tell everyone out there. You were going to do something crazy this week. What was it you were going to do? You're auditioning for American Idol. No, you're... <laughs> Are you trying to set me up for something? I'm just making stuff up. I, I don't was know. like, I don't remember. Um, let me see. I have my notes. Yes. Okay. Lesson learned. Learn from us, you guys. Don't try this at home. So we've talked to you at length about the wet dog smell that exists in our dishwasher. And we went out to Palm Springs and purposefully I didn't even wash egg off of plates and stuff and it cleaned it up just fine. Like my mom's. It's fine. Ours is just a piece of garbage. And the more I've read about it, the more it's... We live in a really ancient apartment that we're going to leave here in a few months and I'm going to be sad. But I'm also going to be happy. Right. But the pipes are fucking old. Like we were gone for a week and you open, you turn our water on and it's red, like from rust. That's just the minerals and vitamins. Mm. You know, that's where you get your... Sweet, uh, sweet. Don't worry. We filter all our water. Don't get scared for us. Um, but... The pipes are so fucking old and the dishwasher was put in by someone who has no idea what they're doing. Therefore, it doesn't drain because that's what I've read is it's when the water sits in the basin and it uses that water to spray the dishes. So the bacteria, I know Sean's a germaphobe and he's fucking losing his mind. We've been fine for how many years, baby? <laughs> You're so tacky already. <laughs> I'm tacky all the time. <laughs> Ticky tacky. Anyway, so no matter what we do, 
it just keeps coming back. But we did buy a bag of citric acid. Okay, so the way it worked is that I Googled it mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. I was like, why does why our, is Tang work? Yeah, why does our house smell like a, or why does our kitchen smell like a wet dog? And um, why is it on my it's utensils? A mm-hmm. it, yeah, it basically comes from eggs, um, some sort of bacteria that's. So we fi- figured out that citric acid kills that bacteria. It was our audience that told us it was citric acid because yes. we were saying Tang, and yes. the audience was like, "It's not the Tang guys; it's the, it's citric, the citric acid." acid. I was like, "That makes more sense." So Sean read your comments, took it to heart, and bought us a bag of citric acid. And so we put it a little bit in water and fling it over our dishes before we run it, and it's been doing great. The pre-wash. We do a pre-wash called citric acid wash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and by the way, it. T- no, but it hold on. But wait, wait for that. Hold on. So Sean put it in late once because he was like, "Oh fuck, I forgot to put the citric acid in." Dishwasher had already been running for I don't know thirty minutes, maybe an hour. We're not sure. Sean throws it into it, and everything when we pull it out is like <laughs> it was so clean sean's like no it wasn't even you know clean. when it had you a touch film. a plate it was like it had a film on it because yeah. you're like my fork feels weird and but I was, a clean film no yeah a citric acid film it tasted like lemon like blech. like i went to get my water in the morning and i was like i took a sip you know and it like gets on your lips because they touched the glass and i was like <laughs> i was like what is that and then i rinsed out my glass i was like i was like did i so in my head, I'm like, oh, I must have must be my sunscreen. I got it onto the cup and then I I'm tasting like lotion or something. It was a Sean fail for sure. It was so I had to put all I had to put stuff back in and wash it regularly. Yeah. And then it was all good. I mean, it won't kill us, I hope. Um, but it was very strong. <laughs> very lemony. So learn from us. Citric acid before you start your dishwasher. Good. Citric acid after you start your dishwasher. Bad. bad. Mm-hmm. And we only use like a quarter cup or whatever. So it's not like a shit ton of citric acid. But Sean, of course, was like, I licked my finger and put a little on there and tasted it. And it was like well, 10,000 lemons. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, well, if it goes into food, if it's a food grade product, and it is a food it. grade. Yeah, sour is food grade. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I, and then I dipped my finger back in to see if it was really that bad or if I just got a, it was really that it's bad. It's really that bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't add it too late. <laughs> you learned you heard it first here yeah okay um oh my hot sauce turned out my hot <gasps> sauce turned yes. out that's actually all of my notes all right um, I, you know I, I didn't make a lot of notes i was on okay. vacation you don't have to make notes we can just bullshit we can bullshit all day but i made uh hot sauce for the first time in my life because i'm infatuated with uh peppers right yeah sean loves to play with food yeah period and fermenting i think is some of the coolest things you can do with food. and it's good for you yeah different good types. for your gut health mm-hmm. fermentation so we did a uh, lacto-fermentation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is basically you put water and uh, salt. And, salt. <laughs> and you let <laughs> and you sip. let it sit till it, it goes spunky on you. It started and, to stink. Yeah. At first it smelled like peppers, and I love that smell, that capsaicin. Oh, yeah, that smells summertime like smell. Fresh. And then it smelled like that with a dirty sock. I was, was going like, to say, like oh, you hadn't man, showered in a week. My wife is going to hate me for these stupid science experiments. And It's fine. I didn't say anything. No, but instead of fermenting uh, a mason jar, what did I do? I fermented like 10, like a giant like, glass Like one. two growlers worth. Yeah. Like what would that be? Like two gallons? I don't know, but it was smelling. Um, so it's a lot. <laughs> and then the smell uh, went, went normal. And I was like, oh, wow. And that's when I knew the project was over. I could cap it. Or not project was over, but like the... Stage one. Yes, the fermentation was over. And then we let it sit. And then I blended up a jar of it. Mm-hmm with a hand blender and oh my god it's great it's delicious it's super spicy but we made tacos last night and you put on like like maybe a teaspoon, teaspoon? or two yeah delicious 
habanero, jalapeno, uh, whatever we get our hands on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it turned out really great. Yep. It was good. Oh, and it's also in a mason jar uh, labeled private affair. <laughs> if you guys don't remember, back at the beginning of quarantine, where everybody's like, support your local bars and restaurants. So one of our local uh, friends, who's like, a, he's a bartender and he does like the bar menus. Vincenzo. Vincenzo. We what love What a him. cool name, right? I know. Like, such a cool Sean guy. is good. But I know Katie's decent, but Vincenzo is so much better. Also, hey, also, he's Italian. So um, <laughs> anyway, we love Vincenzo, good friend of ours. And he was like, oh, I don't I'm not doing it because we're like, oh, are you making drinks? We'll buy them like, you know, we'll buy like jars of them and support your restaurant. And he's like, oh, no, I'm too old for that or whatever. Remember, he's like, call my buddy, you know. And so we called his buddy and he made us uh, a bunch of well i think it was just two cocktails but delicious but he put one in the jar it's called private affairs the drink and so we have this mason jar we washed up and reused that says private affair so that's what our hot sauce is in that's that's what we're going to call the, so the hot sauce, hot sauce it's, a private private, affair. it's a private affair you got to know if you don't know you don't know yeah i'm going to hand them out as <laughs> gifts but i bet you people are going to be like what a weird gift why would you give me no larry will love it your yeah, sister and true. mark will love it that's true um, think of the people. Your smuggle sister, hot sauce Remember, I smuggled Cholula over to your sister because we have the Cholula lime and garlic or something she doesn't have. Remember? Mm-hmm. She always has, has her list. We brought, uh, it was ghee, vanilla ghee. Right. Vanilla bean ghee. Didn't she want coconut amino acid? Yep, or? coconut aminos and then some chapsticks. Remember? I had to find... <laughs> My sister. Smuggle these goods across the border for me. Well, it's because they don't have them there. Yeah. They have, they'll have like the all of them except for the one flavor she wants or something. Right. She's so hip on all the different things. That She's I the don't, only reason we know about any of that I stuff. I know. I don't know what's going on in pop culture in terms of household Wellness, items. Wellness, health. Yeah. No. Lost. So <laughs> I brought um, yoga mats with us to Palm Springs. Didn't use them, but we had them just in case. And you know what I found out what? was all I need to do... All you, All's need to you do, gotta do uh, is swim a little bit. I thought I'd need the yoga mat to, you know, I had a plan. I'm gonna wake up in the morning. I'm gonna stretch. I'm gonna. Da, 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 da. All I had to do was jump in the pool, swim for 45 minutes, and I felt amazing. Like all week long. It was funny, you guys. So Sean hasn't worked out in like what 10 years? No. I mean, we go for walks, but you yeah. haven't like joined a gym or no. done any of your stuff for like 10 years. Yeah. And after being in the pool for like a day or two, he's like, I have to tell you. Every day it was something like, I have to tell you, I feel amazing. Yeah. After being in that pool, Katie, I feel so much better. Yeah. And I was, and like, I was yeah. doing it in the morning or mm-hmm. not the morning, the, the early afternoon and then uh, in the early evening. Yeah. He'd do his evening swims. Ooh, nothing makes me feel fancier than swimming at night. You're like, this is luxurious. This is the life. And I had a podcast going and beautiful stars above me. That's how you got that mosquito bite. Mosquito bite. Mosquito. But I think the thing is truly for you... You used to like run and do stuff and your knees kill you and your feet hurt. And we need to get you into a doctor to figure out why. So yeah. that then you can do, I mean, swimming is great and you should keep doing it. And we'll have a pool wherever we end up at. Like, That's what I liked about it was low impact. Like I couldn't feel my knees. Yeah, my like, knees my did not get sore. My feet don't hurt. Yeah. Right. And I was like, man, I didn't realize your feet were hurting that much because you don't really talk about it. It's a slow, slippery slope though. Like once you start having a little bit of pain somewhere, but my knees, it, it feels like. Oh, your knees, I know. smells like, uh burning smells bone, like it doesn't you know, smell like anything when i run it's but bad we jogged across the street once because you know sometimes I, this even happened to me recently when we jogged across 
uh, Montana when we were on our walk and my foot all of a sudden I was like, ooh, my ankle pinched and I was yeah. like, oh no. And I stretched it and kind of walked slowly and then it was fine. But you can sometimes catch yourself as if you're young out there, you don't even know what we're talking about, but just get prepared. You know how you know you turn 30? <laughs> you <laughs> you sprain your ankle walking across right? the street. Right, shit starts ah. <laughs> breaking. But so that happened to me recently. But before that, we were walking crossing the street and someone came around, like turned out and we were like, oh fuck. So we sped up to like run and Sean started jogging. He was like, oh my God, my knees already kill me. And it was like six steps, you know? And I was like, ooh. We got to get you in to see. I mean, we talked to the doctor and he said you need to see an orthopedist. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm paying the price of uh, being rough on my body when I was younger. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure of it. I can't imagine how a professional athlete oh must feel. Oh my God, like right? Somebody who plays, let, let's just say football. Oh. Those are like repeated car accidents they're having. My old every... business partner, Kyle, was a mm. linebacker in oh, college God. and his neck and back were so fucked up. And he was always complaining about shoulder pain, yeah. neck pain. All sorts of stuff. So, I mean, we're lucky we live in an era where there's so where medicine is advanced mm -hmm. so far. Yeah. But nonetheless. Yeah. You know. But I, I can't know. imagine because, I mean, I played a lot of sports up into a little bit in college. I played like intramural soccer. Right. I wouldn't call it like oh so good and I played really intensely. No. Um, but I played sports all through high school and part of college, and then we played our intramural soccer. Yeah. But. And I still like do yoga and I've tried all sorts of different workouts. I did hit workouts for a while until I was like, these are really intense. I don't like them. And then I did jump rope and I do uh, all sorts of, I'm trying all sorts of hot yoga, regular yeah. yoga. I've been around the world, you guys. And I now my new thing is I want to get that trampoline and do the trampoline workouts. Oh. The little trampoline. I don't know, you guys. I'm all over. I'll let you know what I think. But even with that, like just being active, like it's hard on your body. Yeah. And like my low back every once in a while will ache. And I know that that's attached to my hip flexor. So I've been doing my stretches for that. You learn a lot about muscles and bones and what's connected to what when you're older. Cause you got to figure out how to stretch that. <laughs> right. Cause you feel it. You're like, Ooh, I don't have hard pain. I have like soft tissue pain, you know, like muscles and stuff. But, um, yeah. And I'm only 36. It's okay. I feel better than I have in a long time in terms of, uh, cause I had a nagging, injury in my mm -hmm. shoulder was just yeah. going on forever and uh that one really slowed me down and then i had my hip yeah, was all jacked hip. up yeah and then the trigeminal neuralgia i mean you, you start man, i don't know if we even told them about any of that no it doesn't really matter no you i'm know, just saying just like these... explain what tri people don't know what trigeminal neuralgia is it actually was it cluster headaches in the end yeah in, in the end it came out to be uh cluster headaches which is just as uh ridiculous it's basically just bad headaches sharp pain across your face and head that like kind of comes and goes right yeah there's a, uh, a trigeminal a nerve yeah that yeah runs. It, it runs across your eyebrow across your cheek and down into your jaw somehow and that's the trigeminal nerve right which yours it, it seems i'm not the doctor and they said cluster headaches but it sounds like trigeminal neuralgia because of where it hurt you because you feel at first you're like i think i have an infection in my mouth so you know we asked the dentist remember well i thought what what triggered it what started it uh, was when I had my wisdom teeth removed. Mm. I went in and this dude was like, oh yeah, I'll see him before my lunch break. Uh, and and they, they fit me in. Um, you and shouldn't do that for wisdom teeth, like fit you just, in. Just reached in with a pair of pliers and... He did they, not. Yeah, they pretty much just twist them and break them. That's how they were You weren't out? Them. No, I was awake. What kind of... Uh, local anesthetic. What? Uh, yeah. No, I wasn't out at all. Oh, I was I out. I woke up. I talked all crazy. Teeth? Yeah. And oh. then Lauren picked me up. Thanks, Lauren. Yeah. Anyways, this was a pair of pliers in the bathroom at McDonald's. It was pretty. I was in college and she brought me a Jamba Juice. Thanks, Damn, Lauren. Our experiences are a little different. 
no, anyways. My dad had good health insurance, so I know I went to like a... a but I had my wisdom checked out because I was, I was having this pain. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that... Uh, well, the, maybe it wasn't even... Hmm. Well, I don't think it was my wisdom teeth. Yeah. It was this, this uh, nerve that worse. was pressed. Right, exactly. And then the pain would go away uh, and come back every like six months. I was getting these weird... Like, and Sean doesn't complain. Like, I didn't even know, like, his feet or knees are hurting until, like, he's in, like, deadly, horrible pain. So when he... <laughs> until I'm running across the street, I'm like, leave me, Katie. I can't make the journey across the street. And I just sit down in the middle of the road. And Wait like, for the car to hit his you. His life is over. It's like that slow... Uh, so old. It's like Smells the Austin bad. Powers. He's like, no. And the guy's, like, moving super slow on the steamroller. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but Sean doesn't say anything about this. And it was, like, New Year's after we went out with Joanna and Philip. Yep. Um, it was that evening. Yeah, it got, um, it got really bad for Sean. And I didn't know, like, I'm asleep, you know. And we get up in the morning. And I think I'm even a little hungover because we'd had champagne, which I don't usually drink. And uh, and he was like, you have, it was like seven in the morning or something. You're like, we, you have to take me. Like, I, I need to go in. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to die. Like, Sean never says shit about shit. Like, so we go to the urgent care. I woke up that night at like three or four in the morning. And I was like, oh, oh my God. what It, it was like a freight train going through my head. And it, it's like this building experience. So it's it's pain at like a nine mm-hmm. and then it just keeps ratcheting up and then pow, like this, like a zap inside your head and you feel that behind your eye and like strange. up high. And remember yeah. I would jam he my jam thumb underneath. jam his thumb into his eyeball. Like, to un- like press on the nerve that's To the there. pressure. Yeah, that's why I do think it's trigeminal neurologic because of your tooth. Yeah, but, but I I'm saw not the doctor. Well, I, I saw a neurologist for it, remember? Yeah, And she said cluster. It doesn't matter. Either Regardless, way. I don't wish that shit on anyone. No, they, um, they yeah. call it the, the, the suicide, suicide pain. Yeah, and I was like, oh, great. And and it's chronic. And they're like, yeah, we can't get rid of it. We don't know what causes it. Yeah. Um, well, then I was worried um, that maybe you had some kind of like nerve issue because then your hip started hurting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. And it was nerve related. But then they give you that lidocaine. Turns out I had just turned 40. So they gave you that lidocaine shot and it yeah. went away. Yeah. But the trigeminal neuralgia. Do you remember are, all the drugs that they put me on? Yes. Between, he had so, like four huge pill bottle things. Yeah. And they tried everything. And prednisone, which is a dirty drug. Yep. If any uh, of you have pain, you, you've probably had to take prednisone I, at some point. I put on about 20 pounds uh, yeah. taking prednisone. Because it does it like you puff up with water. Like it's steroid, like yeah. hardcore dirty steroid. Remember my old boss, Edna, had to be on it. And she hated, she was so, she's like, I can't even fit my feet in my shoes. Thanks for so, sticking with me through thick and thin. Of course. Uh, I worried about but you. But I, you know what's great though, is that that pain Knock has gone wood. away. It's gone I, away. Like I said, I feel, this is the best I've felt in, in probably a decade, well, maybe that, more. And that's probably, what, six years ago since that's happened? Maybe five? Since the the, the major flare up of it. And then it, it came and went a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave me all sorts of crazy drugs. Yeah. We finally figured out one that worked. Yeah. Um, and then we, I ran, I was done with the bottle mm-hmm. and I, it's never come back since. Yeah. And that's like some sort of, uh, nerve. We used to bring them with us everywhere because you we were afraid. Like I was terrified it of it happening. Flare. Like when we, cause one time it happened when we were traveling back from Montreal, um, we were, I got really sick and then your head, like it was just a bad trip back. Um, I think I talked about it in a video and your dad was like, he made a joke in the comments. Like, I forget what it was, but. He was like, well, tell tell me about the rest of the... He was making a reference to something else. I forget what it was. But anyway, um, we had a great trip. It was just that trip back where we missed our flight. Remember, I was super sick. Then we had to stay in Houston. You had the head... It was like, (laughs) we were a mess, you guys. But we made it. We did. We shall overcome. But now you feel better. I do. I feel amazing. And so... So we just need a pool, you guys. All we need... That was the down thing about COVID. What's been going on is 
I became a permanent fixture in a chair since March 15th. You know, you don't have anything to do in the evening. So mm-hmm. you, you sit down and then you watch some TV, uh, you do work. You, yeah. But slowly well, work for six months, sitting. not doing anything. Like literally we weren't doing. Well, I do my workouts. You do. That's the only thing I'm like um, diligent about is like I need to move my body in some fashion. And I wasn't, right? And so everything started to lock up. And that 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 phrase, what what do you call it? Stoved up? Uh-huh. Uh, I, was, I was definitely stoved up. <laughs> and... Um, is that a phrase only my family uses or something? No, I think a lot of people Okay, use I was like, you actually, You're stiff, you know? Yeah, you're, you're stiff, you're stoved up. Yeah, and... As my um, mom would say, you have a catch in your get-along. That's what she calls it. I definitely had a catch in my get-along. <laughs> uh, but then we got out to the desert, and I knew, because I love being in the pool. And just being able to move around, and you feel like you're a million bucks. Yeah, and a um, pool is just so nice. And there's something about putting your head under the water, like, or even just your ears under the water. Like, you get that quiet. It feels nice. You're like, poof, you come up. It's so, I just love it. Yeah. I love a pool. But I just can't be too pruney. It really starts to bother me. Does that happen uh, in all types? Yeah. I was going to say, like, uh, salt water. All types of water, yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't matter. I really do want a saltwater pool. I think that's... That, that to me is like the Cadillac of automobiles. You know? It is the Cadillac. I remember encountering my first uh, saltwater pool at Pepperdine because the pool there was saltwater. Um, it's like where our, you can go to the pool. There's certain hours when the water polo people aren't using it. Okay. Um, and it's like on the weekends and part of Friday or something like that. Anyway, and we would go down um, and go swimming. And you could lay. There's like this grassy knoll that kind of runs into it and you lay your towels out. And it was just kind of fun. This, I mean, we we're spoiled. It was a saltwater pool. I remember jumping in because it was hot, you know, and like Veronica and I were like, we're going to go in the pool and we jump in. I was like, what the fuck is this? Because I didn't know it was a thing. I like a strong chemical smell when I'm in a pool, especially if it's a pool that other people may be using. Uh, I want to know that everything about that person has been like bleached off of them, you know, like all (laughs) the, all the stank. I don't want, I don't want to share it. Like I can be confident in a public pool if it reeks like bleach, but if I can't smell the bleach, the chlorine, you mean? There's no bleach in a pool. You don't just like. Pour oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I just That's, equate the two. You know, but, no. but but yeah. If I can't smell and and I, I really appreciate a public pool that reeks like chlorine. Like they're using a lot because <laughs> either they were trying to kill a dookie that someone left in the pool from the day before, <laughs> or they're just you know. You know what I mean? Well, that's why there's a kiddie pool and there's an adult pool. Oh yeah, um, the kiddie pool. I remember like. You know, obviously, because it's Kids it's a little bit more shallow, and mm-hmm. and that's why it's warm, right? Because the sun heated it up. Well, that also and the pee. Yeah. <laughs> right. But the salt water, I I don't know. You guys, we have to actually Google this because Sean thinks that salt water is not chlorinated because the salt kills it. But I swore there was still some kind of chlorine or something in it. Oh, it's probably some chemical soup. Probably. But my thing about having a pool is, if we own a pool, I need to figure out because I'm blonde. Like I don't want my hair to turn green, so I have to like invest in some good. Why like, not? That's not my. That's look. the cool thing on the internet these days. I, does your hair fall out in the Billie end? Billy Eilish does. has green hair. It's not that kind of green. If you've ever seen a blonde person's hair, I know hair brass green. busters. I'm you, sure you've got all these products, that, <laughs> and not having hair, I'm kind of jealous. I'm like, oh, we, is that why you put my verb conditioner on your feet that one time? Yeah, and I was like, you realize that bottle was like twelve dollars, <laughs> and you were like, what? Because you like squeezed out a bunch of it. I'd just gotten it. I was like, if any of you don't look, if you're you don't have this kind of like relationship, I was like, what? You have so many interesting products to test out. Great, <laughs> but you don't. You don't get to use the shampoo and conditioner unless you have a beard. I know. So no more foot conditioner. I'm sorry. <laughs> My feet were so dry and cracky. <laughs> That's what lotion is used for. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway. Um, I was going off script, you know, like. 
Like yeah. a doctor prescribes something off script. Oh, I was like, well, this it's is not indicated smooth. for this, but I think it might work. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I need to get some stuff to like fight the chlorine. So like a shampoo, a, like I ordered stuff to wash our swimsuits. Um, and then, uh, does chlorine screw up people with other uh, color hair? Like does brown go purple or I actually don't know. I've only heard like light haired, like okay. blonde. I don't know if you guys let me know if you brunette or redhead or somewhere. In what between. does it do to a ginger? I don't know. Does chlorine make it go like... Call Nichols, ask him. I know. These are important questions. Things if you're a know. ginger, how does the chlorine affect your hair? Does it turn it green like mine or turquoise? Um. <laughs> oh, speaking of adventures in hair. Yeah. Um, how does my beard look? No. Mm-hmm. I, so I've got that patch, right? Where Have we they, told them about that? Yeah, yeah. Know. We okay, talked we about did. it. So I'm, I'm, I'm going bald on the side of my face. Yeah. And so you got me Rogaine. Is the Rogaine helping? Yeah. But you know... Ways lead into ways. And so I, I was using it on my eyebrows a little bit too. Yeah, good. You might as well. I mean, maybe I'll have some eyebrows like you one day. Y- your eyebrows are growing in. <laughs> you haven't been pulling on them as much. Uh, well, anyways. So so I think they're coming back. Uh, they're yeah, making a comeback. Making a comeback. Don't but, call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Yeah. Yeah. L- that's what your eyebrows are saying. Cool. I know. Yeah. So I'm using Rogaine for, mm-hmm. as a 45-year-old on my eyebrow and my, uh, my beard hair. Well, Not they, that I really care. I'm actually just curious. Well, I've used that Grande Lash like serum mm. for my lashes. Um, and I have to say it's pretty amazing. And they had the one for eyebrow and I'm, wait, isn't that the one that makes your eye color change? No, no, that's a uh, Latisse and I don't buy that. It's expensive. Grande lashes is cheaper. Okay. They do the same bit. thing. Uh huh. It's come a long way. Okay. I think there's more. Cause that's just... scary that that one product would change your eye color. Yeah. Like unless you it... want a different color eye, but, but it would make like blotches a brown and a blue eye. It wouldn't affect darker eyes. Oh, like a. What are those uh, Australian sheep herder dogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like their eyes. They are kind of cool. You look cool with that look. Thanks, honey. Yeah. I'm not going to buy any Latisse, but you know, whatever. Yeah. But they had the eyebrow version of Grande Lash. And I was going to get it for you, but it has sold out forever. And then it came back in and I told, asked you about it. And you're like, nah. Okay, Grande Moustache. Grande Moustache. <laughs> <laughs> grande finger hair. I'll have one of those long, just, like. Just grow hair everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, grande knuckle lash, you know, like Mm-mm. so get some nice masculine knuckles. Oh my god. Remember that guy from that Pepperdine event that had the biggest eyebrows we'd ever seen? Oh, uh yes. Mr. Grazia Dio or whatever. I don't even know. The, the he dean was, of the business school. He was a dean of the Pepperdine's business school. That guy's eyebrow game it, it, was strong. You can Google him, just Dean of Pepperdine's business school. It's Grazia Dio or Graziato. Graziato. Or something like that. Anyway, I didn't go to business school, so nobody knows. Um Google it and see if it'll come up because this guy's brows are fucking the bushiest brows. It was, it was so on point. I, I was, I was really. He if was such I a grow- short, stocky man. Yes. With the most hair. Yeah. Her suit, hair suit. Yeah. A hair suit. Yeah. No, like when you have a lot of hair, you're her suit. That's oh. a word. Oh. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know that was a word. I was mm-hmm. like, his suit. His suit of hair. What? <laughs> so yeah, I- his eyebrows were were awesome you guys and he had like a puppeteer animating them like if he didn't have as much eyebrow hair it still would have been cool his <laughs> but it eyes moved would... on its own like independent. oh my god the long ones like danced along i know one of them was like picking up television from korea <laughs> the other one was like doing its own like river dance and I, I was mesmerized by this man he could have said anything like uh we're all getting on the the boat and heading to the arctic storm like this is a good idea just because his eyebrows were so convincing well you were just yeah i was just mesmerized by his eyebrows it was really strange but anyway, that just made me think of that when we talked I about I do like it when people have, you know, quirky features like that. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being 13, 14 and thinking, man, how cool it would be to have like jet white hair 
Like I oh, wanted. I've white, thought about that hair. too. Like white. Like how Jim Jarmusch, uh, the filmmaker, mm-hmm. he has like a shock of white hair and it's piled up like a pompadour, you know. And that's fun. Yeah, yeah. And you're like that. I, I think that's cool. I like know? that. It's like that one Italian actor from New York that we just saw something we recognize his voice and you're like oh i know who he is he had a shock of white hair too oh, okay i can't think of his name fuck mm, uh, he's been in a lot of things he was like in law and order or like one of those oh um yeah he was in the tv show crime story yes um yeah that'll come to me yeah you you knew his name and i was like i don't know his name but i know who he is like i recognize he's that voice good, good head of white he's, hair yeah a nice thick white hair it's like it's yeah. so cool like santa claus uh-huh i love i love a nice thick white hair that's cool there was this lady in my church growing up that had beautiful, thick, all gray, gray hair. hair. Yeah. And she just let it go and it was long. Cause that's the one thing I think when I get older, I'm gonna let my hair be longer. Cause older women always cut their hair short. I don't understand. I think something happens to your hair it as gets you brittled, maybe. Yeah, or like wiry, maybe. Maybe, but just grow it like long. A, just condition that bitch. I have no idea how it works. I don't either, but Aging I'm gonna, is I'm gonna try. scaring the hell out of me. Sean does get terrified. I get yeah. excited. I'm gonna try to grow my hair long and gray. You're like a hippie lady if living it goes in Sedona. Gray. Gray hair. I'll be hanging a, out the vortex with my turquoise. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I'm already embracing house dresses, which it's funny because I get all these emails from like fashion websites because I, I do like fashion. Um, and I've been waiting to for it's already happened, but I'm not acting like this is just happening. But it was like three or four months in. So like a month or two ago uh, into COVID because I was like, this is going to affect fashion because there's no way people are buying like suits or fucking work clothes or dresses for events, right? Right. Like we would have already had to purchase one. I would have had to purchase one dress for an event and I didn't have to, or maybe, you know, I'd probably work my own stuff like blazers for my talks and stuff, but you usually purchase things and we don't need those things anymore. So I was like, it'll be interesting how much, like how many fancy pants people like Gucci and shit try to make like fucking sweatpants. Yeah. And, uh, so sure enough, one of my favorite designers that I can't afford is Brock. And Brock came out with a line of house dresses. And I was like, I said it first. <laughs> These are like $1,200. This is ridiculous. You thought Yeezys were dumb, but now everyone's wearing a potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> it's five different shades of beige. Yeah. What? It makes sense in 2020. <laughs> I just don't understand. Kanye is very ahead of the curve in a lot of ways, you know? I worry about him. Yeah. I mean... He's having a hard time and it's another public meltdown and he's untouchable because he's so wealthy. So much like Charlie Sheen when he... No one will tell you no. Yeah. Tiger blood and all that. Someone needs to tell him no. And someone needs to like get him help. It's not happening. He's going to live his life the way he... Hopefully his wife is able to freeze his accounts or some shit because like Lord knows what he's purchasing. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. You know, I worry... It's it's difficult to watch someone have a a mental health breakdown publicly. And then you have people commenting on it who are heartless. And don't even understand. I think that's more... They're they're not doing it to be malicious. They just don't understand. Well, and I don't enjoy the fact that people have... I don't think this is good for anybody. To have two separate sets of rules. One for regular people and another for celebrities. Because we're all people. And that can go both ways. Like there shouldn't be laws that we apply to regular people that don't apply to celebrities, right? They shouldn't be getting out of DUIs. They should be having to pay fines, go to jail, just like everybody else. Oh my God. Lori Laughlin. Yeah, Yeah, going for two months or some shit. Two months for the the, the shenanigans they pull. Let's put her in the federal pound me in the ass prison like they talk about in office space. Put her in there. Jerk. Oh, no, not office space. Yeah, office space, the Mm -hmm. movie. That's right. I was like, wait. Anyway, so... In in the same sense, I don't think that we should have one way we look at mental illness when it applies to celebrity. They just have more resources because it's not different than 
you know, someone in our life, like us regular people, yeah. you know, like if let's say my dad was bipolar and it was going into mania, like I would want him to get help and get treatment the same way I want Kanye to get help and get treatment. It doesn't make them any different. Mental illness doesn't care how much money you have. It just means that more people know he's ill, right? right which is right. really unfortunate because of all the things I, I do know is that after this is going to have a huge depression. Oh, and that's sure. what I worry about. Because you look at all the, the when the they come down you when you were uh, riding that, that and it's high. embarrassing and and shame filled for a lot of people, um, at least a lot of my patients. And then you're on like as a as a therapist, a lot of times I'm on suicide watch because I'm worried because it's 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 a big. You were flying high and now you know back to less than reality depression. So yeah, anyway, is that a dopamine thing? Um, it's partially dopamine. I don't think. As far as I haven't read a ton of research about bipolar disorder as a whole, like what induces mania and what doesn't. Um, but I would assume it's just a chemical imbalance or something. I mean, I hate when people use that term because it's not, it doesn't really apply. It, what it really means is what we're learning now. You used to just call it chemical imbalance and not to get too nerdy on it, but it's usually the amount of receptors that you have in your brain or the amount of production of a certain thing. So if you have too much dopamine, that's when you get schizophrenia. Mm. There's a nice level. I'm not saying any dopamine's bad because dopamine's that feel-good thing. Norepinephrine, you get all your feel-good chemicals. They don't call it dope like, for nothing, Katie. I, I would maybe. Maybe that makes sense. I don't know. I just made that up. I don't know if that's, that's good, though. I, I don't know if that's true. We could workshop that. I like that. But <laughs> so you're like flying high, like, woo. But if you don't have enough receptors to accept that or you don't create enough, you know, there's different things that can happen in your brain. So right. it is like a balance of some sort, but it's also just your brain's ability to do what it needs to do. And having the, it's like you can't build a home if you only have a plaster. I mean, maybe you could probably plop it down and try it, but it's just, you know what I mean? You like need all the tools to build this railroad and you don't right. have all the tools um, or you have too many of one thing. And it doesn't, you know, it's like you can't only have the metal bits. You need the wood in between. So uh, long story short, I would assume that bipolar disorder means that you do have uh, something, a dump. Because I don't think, because then you go into depression. So I assume you, like your brain dumps all its good, feel good chemicals. And then you're But this a, seems to be lasting a long depleted. time. Like he seems to be ill for an extended period. I think he's time. gone into psychosis. Yeah. So you can have. Because uh, what is it? Like we're looking at a month of him mm -hmm. being really erratic. Yeah. Uh, not that I know. It's it just only the stuff has to I pick last up for on a Twitter, week. I mean. It has to last for a week for it to be diagnosed. That's it. Oh. I don't know how long it can go, actually. That's a good question. I've never looked that up. Hmm. Um, but untreated it. I think it, it's exacerbated by repeat uh, instances, mm -hmm. right? Anyway. Well, this to... was exciting. By the way, I owe you an apology about bipolar uh, disorder. Um, I misspelled it in one of Oh, your... bipolar. Yeah. L-O-A-R. And... What's funny is people were leaving comments, not a lot of people, but like someone come by and like, you don't even know how to spell it, you know, Katie. I'm like, well, that's actually me, the editor. I, <laughs> I fucked that one up. Yeah. That's okay. Typos, man. The bane of my existence. They drive well, me crazy. I don't understand why uh, Adobe Premiere Pro doesn't, doesn't have fucking spell, have check, spell check Adobe, get your shit together. There's yeah. so many things about Adobe that piss me off though, and they're not user intuitive and don't make any fucking sense. Why would you allow someone to put a text box in and then not allow it to be spell, spell check? check? Yeah. Because then what you have to do, you guys, Feature request. when you read something, because you know what it's supposed to say, you have like, it's not confirmation bias, but kind of like your brain's like, oh, I know this is supposed to say bipolar. And you just read it quickly. Yeah. And if you guys haven't read those things where like they remove middle letters, your brain makes it in it. You know what someone's trying to say. So you have to read it backwards. That's how I was taught to spell check is read words backwards if you're unsure, because your brain will catch it that way, which sounds weird. But anyway, it's so hard to catch them sometimes. Yeah. 
Whatever. It happens. So anyways, I apologize. I, uh, I made you look bad to uh, the internet, the world. Hey, trolls would be... Now tro- people think you can't spell. Trolls be... Tro- <laughs> Someone else's problem, not my problem. Trolls it's, be trolling. Yeah. I don't really care. Trolls be trolling. Most... The, I always love those people that like want to call out the one mistake or something. Oh, yeah. They're like, ha! I'm like, oh, you They're can, showing you that they're smart. You can read? I know. Oh, look at you. You're so good. Yeah. Five gold stars. <laughs> I bet you everybody loved you in school. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. I felt so bad when our car was hit. Um, I know. Scuffed up. But we took it, got it washed, and it looks okay. Yeah, we got like a quick, a quickie uh, wax job detail kind of thing. It was our car needed some love. Needed she, some love. It, she's been sitting, getting cobwebbed, and, getting dirty, getting hit, yeah, getting disrespected. <laughs> so we took her to get cleaned up and by even just them waxing a lot of the scuffing came out yeah so i feel better about it i know that we're gonna have to get some touch-up paint because it definitely scraped I have it down. Some. oh yeah we did buy some yeah, i forgot and we got the car but let's have somebody professional do it are you saying i'm not a professional no i'm just saying that when my dad would do touch-up paint it always don't worry about it. i'm a professional no let's do it i don't want her to do no no <laughs> i don't do my own fingernail polish either honey so let's just get this straight yeah <laughs> oh man but anyways it felt good to drive mm-hmm. uh and i'll tell you what driving is a skill that you need to practice all the time yeah because i got behind the car uh, the wind got, got behind the car and katie behind. ran me over yeah. <laughs> you're driving it all wrong you're standing outside the car you can't drive it from the you can't drive it from the trunk sean uh but we got on the freeway and i was doing 45 miles an hour <laughs> people were whizzing by me I'm like slow down you you bunch of hooligans uh about half an hour into that drive i realized that it was me um because i had my hazard lights on for like you didn't 20 either. miles he's not he actually because people were going fast started to speed up and we were going like 90 miles an hour and i was like i'm not paying for this ticket you need to slow down yeah and he gets so flustered there's certain things i can't can't comment to sean about one of them is anything when he's setting up for the podcast like right before we got started i was like oh is your phone on silent and he went and got it he's like no it's not and then and then i was like oh and do you want your sweat towel because it's hot under pressure and then he goes like this pressure puts his hands like if you're listening it's like like hands up and down in a short like three inches like up and down around your chest like slow slow your roll yeah like slow down pump the brakes um and i'm like but you said your phone wasn't on silent. So that's something you would normally ask for a podcast. And you're like, it's too much at once. And I was like, okay. Um, and then I can't comment on his driving. Well, anyways, we won't get into this. But. Well, no, uh, you don't like. And nobody likes to be side seat driven. Yeah. Like driven. But like me saying, like, I don't want to pay for that ticket. You were fine with it. But if I'd mentioned it ever again, I only got one. Like, let's not go 90 miles an hour. Because yeah. that's going to be a big fucking It's ticket. annoying when someone's telling you how to drive the car when you're driving. it, Like. Yes. It can be frustrating. I agree. Anyways. And I uh, try to not be as bad as I used to be about yeah. it. Anyway, so so yeah. we were driving out there. It was just funny to, to me as we're driving. Like, my God, I, I haven't driven for a while. And you have mm-hmm. to remind yourself, okay, keep moving your head. You want to look in your mirrors. You mm-hmm. wanna, and I, it was just a skill that over the last six months, if I've driven more than 12 miles, I'd be surprised. Oh, yeah. We haven't gone anywhere. No. In but we six would drive months, the car around a little. So maybe. We. Maybe we more might, than 12 miles because we've like driven the car around like for 15, 20 minutes and into Malibu that one time. Yeah. So this is the, the we've had the car for a year and a couple of months. And yeah, we, we bought it in April of last year. It so. has 5,000 miles on it. <laughs> We're like, like those old sitting. people. We're like the grandma that sells her Toyota Camry and it, it's like 20 years old and it has like 
20,000 miles on it. She's like, I just took it to the post office and the grocery store. Right. That's well, anyway, she, she was a beaut driving on the highway. Yeah, she and does good It's job. got all sorts of weird technology that I don't really understand how to use. Yeah. And I find myself getting, uh, not in trouble with it, but uh, what's that one where it, Oh, uh, the cruise control, adaptive cruise control, where it latches onto the vehicle in front of you and yeah. pulls you along, keeping yeah. a specific distance. You always there. stop it and start One it marker, again. two markers, or three markers mm -hmm. on your little heads-up graphic, mm -hmm. and that's how much space between you and the other vehicle. Yeah. And then it it pegs you to it, so it uses radar, I don't know, Sonar. witchcraft. <laughs> Sonar. It's got a bat. <laughs> it's like a, a bat. bat's on the front of our car. Yeah. <laughs> Sending uh, out the signal. But yeah. it's cool. I just don't have a lot of faith in it because I don't know how to use it very well. That's like people like, driving don't use Teslas. It You're like, traffic. You're like, well, if I'm tracking a vehicle, there, there's some sort of traffic. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. And that's why I want a Tesla because I want that fully auto. But you're going to be scared to use that, dude. You're talking about cruise control being scary. Just, <laughs> and you're like, Jesus, I take just the wheel. Get <laughs> Tesla, take the wheel. <laughs> I like that you're using Elon Musk. Take the wheel from me. <laughs> I like that you're using my country music song joke. Is that a Jesus take the wheel? That's where it came from. Because remember we were talking about telling Lamar he should do a Christian house flipping show. Oh yeah, and call it Jesus take the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would do well. I mean, Christian material goes real well. It they have really their own does. films. They got their own music. It's like maybe. Uh, so why isn't there a Christian house flippers? Jesus flip this house. I'm not There's sure. Christian gold miners. On, remember they it wasn't pray. christian gold miners but it was gold rush and they would be like okay dear baby jesus they would yeah. always pray before yeah anyway that was our idea don't take it <laughs> jesus take that <laughs> it still uh, needs a little work yeah it's a little rough around the edges but it's carrie underwood's song it's jesus take the wheel mm. I, I really don't like she's talented song. she's super ta her voice is amazing i don't like the the songs she selects isn't that weird i only enjoy like three or four of her songs total oh. But she's talented. Do you know what I mean? I know that's weird, but like Miranda Lambert, I think it might be I'm not like Carrie Underwood, so her songs don't resonate with me in the way they resonate with her. Okay. Miranda Lambert and I, thick as thieves. We like the same kind of music. You have a parasocial relationship with her? You, you... I mean, not really. I don't know anything about her, really. Oh, okay. But I like her music. music. I'm just saying, like, if it speaks to her and she's writing it with someone, okay. I'm, we must be in, like, Taylor Swift and I, also thick as thieves. I You're like a Swifty? I am a Swifty, oh. but I like the lyrics. I like the songs, you know, there's certain artists you get behind and certain people and other people, even if you, th I can recognize Carrie Underwood is super talented and her voice is fucking amazing, but I don't really enjoy the music. Fair I mean, enough. I don't know if that makes sense. But it does. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't think like that. Mm -mm. Have you added songs to the Spotify playlist? I have not. Mm. I was on vacation. Yeah. Okay, well, so, I know. the Spotify playlist for it, it the for uh, no woman. opinions that don't matter exists. It's good. Yeah. Uh, but maybe you should have your own. It's a little bit more Western flavored or country. I don't country. know. Mine's, my flavor's weird. It's like hip hop meets country. It's all over the board. Uh, Bubba Sparks. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anyone knows uh, what I'm talking about, it's look, choice. Look that up. No shit, though. Uh, it's pretty good. Like, when you put it on nowadays, you're like, yeah, it's got a good vibe. Well, there's a reason that we that it like had, was popular for a hot minute. Yeah. It was like a one-hit wonder. Ugly. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> Kid Rock, you know, hip-hop yeah. meets a little country. I have meets... to be honest. I was not super stoked on Kid Rock. But when I saw him play live at Stagecoach, okay. he fucking blew my mind. First of all, I think it was Stagecoach. Homeboy plays every instrument. He went went to the drums for one of his songs. He played the guitar. He did like a different, the bass guitar. Like he plays everything. 
I was like, wow. And he's quite the showman. Yeah. Like, it puts on a yeah, good show. Yeah, he's a hell of a front man. And I mean, Ba Wada Ba, like, all his songs are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. He definitely has more country ones now, yeah. now. But he's from... Michigan? Yeah, but Michigan's like country, can be. I don't know if he's from Detroit. I think he's outside of Detroit, but it doesn't matter. Either way, he's gone more to country roots, I guess, or... He's gone country. Look at them boots. Um. Anyway, so he was really good at Stagecoach, and that really surprised me, because I didn't... When I saw he was... I don't know if he headlined one night or was like next to headlining because there's so many people. Um, but he was really good. Are there concerts coming back, by the way? I don't think so. I thought I, I heard actually that... canceled my George Strait tickets fully. Like, uh, I felt bad for you. That would have been a show to see. I know. I'm so bummed. Why did I wait so long to go? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bummer. Because who knows if he, you know, he's getting older. He might be like, eh, with it. Yeah. I mean, the Rolling Stones are definitely going to tour again. I know that for sure. But are they? Do you know what I mean? Are they going to be able to? How yeah, long yeah. is this? I, I don't think that uh, the country is going to, or the world is going to continue to be shut down. Business no, but will people to... go into big groups like that? Like how already do you... are. Do you see that party that happened in Wuhan, China? I'm not in China. I know, but that was like a rave with thousands and thousands of people in a pool. We have a highly infectious disease. We forget so fast. Yeah, we do forget so fast. We do forget so fast. But that's what I'm wondering is like, I think comedy, I think shows, I think things will go on. I don't disagree with you. What about NFL? Is that coming back, Katie? Make your prediction. Well, I mean, it is, but not with fans. Are you sure about that? I could see them uh, having that's really Florida. Negli- that's really negligent right now. Yeah. We have no treatment. There's no therapeutics. There's no in- vaccine. There's no nothing. Right. We don't. We still don't fully understand. But you know, in Texas and Florida, they're definitely going to be like, nah, we're going to do it. You know, I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't, and I don't know what's right. Like, I, I go back and forth because there there's a couple of things. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a couple I'm going to talk about. Number one is the mental health ramification of everyone being isolated. Oh yeah. It's horrible. And I don't think this will be like, I mean, suicide rates are up, depression, anxiety up. I worry. Okay. So there's that. And I could talk about that all the time, but just just call it what it is. It's a mental illness and mental health issues. But then there's also the fact of like, shouldn't, most things just be open and people have to do certain things. I'm not talking like big events because I think big events sh- maybe should be kiboshed for now. But like NFL, they did the bubble. People go in, they play their games. We get to watch it. That's cool. Oh, you mean the NHL? Or NHL, sorry. Uh, we said NBA NFL. And the, yeah, they both bubbled it for the postseason. But UFC that's a little easier to... It. Yeah, they're smaller teams and it's a tournament. But football could do the same, right? You, I don't you know. enter 14 days, you all get tested. You stay for, You know, you can't leave. If you leave, you can't play. Yeah, but pro athletes aren't very good at following rules either. But I'm just saying, you leave the hotel, they have security. They catch you leaving, on the, and then you can't come back. You don't. You have to forfeit your money. So right, right. Um, I don't know. But those kinds of things, I don't know if they can come back. But I, I do have this struggle with, like, I feel like we should things should be open because people can't make a living. And I don't really know how to fix, like, how to manage that. Yeah, six and months like, into it the economy being ground to a halt and is the like, kids not being okay. able to go to school and like, and then parents, I know teachers are like, Oh, I'm not a daycare. And then they're scared. It's, it's very complicated. I'm ta- I'm not talking in all the complicated details, but what are people supposed to do? Like we're getting to this point where it's like, okay, so Japan never really closed down and people have to wear masks and wash their hands. And you know, yeah. And I know we're like a gazillion times larger than Japan, but if that's any indication of, I don't know. Cause how long, how long do we do this? I really don't know. Um, I never thought it'd be going on this long. I thought it'd be like a month or two. I know. And I have that pandemic book that uh, 
uh, Barry recommended. And mm-hmm. I haven't made it past page five yet, so I don't know how, you know, how what they ends. did. Like, well, we know. <laughs> but around 1919, I don't know, like, how did this rage for three years? It raged uh, for a long time, actually. Yeah. I forget how long they said it raged for. The Spanish flu, that's what we're talking yeah. about, by the way. But you can look it up, and I for, I think it raged for like 10 years or something. Jeez. I feel like it was a long time, and it killed a shit ton of people. Holy fuck, Holy fuck Katie. boys. I can't. I, anyway, I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know if it's 10 years, but I remember thinking when I read about it, because everybody's talking about that, I was like, what is the Spanish flu people speak of? Um, and it raged for a lot of years. I remember thinking like, fuck, I can't do that for this long. And that's why I'm like, do we, because even if things open, like I'm not going out, but if people need to go out, people need to do things, things, I don't know. I don't know, man. Fuck, fuck, man. I don't know shit about fuck. I like watching sports on TV, so I'm okay with not going to an event like that. I do that, miss, but like, I, I miss bars and restaurants and seeing friends. Yeah, for sure. The social aspect. But maybe we return to doing it outdoors where like the air is cleaner. I don't know. Well, and I mean, we will start to see our friends who also haven't seen anybody. So there's that. I'm like, I think we're clean. Got it. And they're like, we think we're clean. We haven't seen anyone. I know. And they're like, we haven't seen anyone either. And I'm like, perfect. Unless I can catch COVID from uh, news reports, you know, on TV. (laughs) Well, we get our groceries and we wipe everything down. But and um, I don't know if everybody's being as like cautious in that way but if they haven't seen anybody else i'm sure we're fine cool i'm excited to see other people yeah me too but anyway so yeah that's but it's weird i don't know how much longer we can do it and what's is canada still in lockdown i know germany's going back into lockdown because they're having like their hugest they had a huge outbreak or something i think people are just uh or different countries are you know they're riding the wave so some different stages of lockdown i don't don't know well and it's like you like we talked about before um not on the podcast, but amongst ourselves, it was like, we'll have these flare ups and ups and downs and ups and downs. And yep. I think that's just kind of what we're going to have to manage. Yeah. But, but my salon still isn't open to get a haircut, which just doesn't, I don't know. Some things just don't make sense to me. I'm like, you can go to a restaurant, but you can't get your haircut. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the rules. I'm just trying to stay away from people as much as I can. I know. And, um, I feel like every, you so can't I don't not, get other people sick, you know, and, that's know. Just and you way. can't not talk about it. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, I just don't want to talk about COVID anymore. But it's, not, it's it's like an everyday thing. Yeah. And like daily, because we don't leave a house that much. When, it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? But I'm always like, when they, we got groceries delivered yesterday, because we just got back from vacation. And one guy came to the, and I was like, oh, fuck my mask. Like, I got to get my mask. Like, I'm just, you know, you're, we haven't been in, encountering anybody for a while. So I'm like, oh, shit. Sorry. Excuse me. Hold on. You know? Yeah. Um, I like some of the mask designs I'm seeing. Not just like the artwork, but um, I saw one that's a, a clear bubble. Although the mask, the frame is still there. You can see like dark around the edges, but then the, the center. Oh, so you can see the smile. Yeah. You can see the person's mouth moving. I was like, that's pretty cool. Well, that's good for deaf and hard of hearing people also. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I saw another one, which is, I think we're <laughs> the, uh, the, the cyborg, you know, aspect where we're marrying with technology, whether mm. it's a, a handset, your phone or, uh-huh. uh, but I saw this mask and I was like, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty badass. It was like a Darth Vader thing. Oh, and yeah. You wanted to buy them. They're $100, you guys. Yes, but it like, has a UV light built into it and a and a fan. And, and I, I just, I looked at it. I was like, this thing is, yeah. Katie. <laughs> That's going to kill people's Pass ears. Pass me the salt, oh, Katie. It's going to kill people's ears. It's killing my ears. Is it? I'm sorry for you with headphones in. I apologize on Sean's behalf. He doesn't listen to podcasts that often in his headset. Actually, more now. You used to only watch them. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's Sean wanted to buy those masks, and I was like, no. I mean, maybe at some point, but it also sounds super loud. And you know, it'd be funny, though, if your mask was like, um, 
if you have, you know, noisemakers, like a party noisemaker. <laughs> <laughs> you want to like poke your, the noises like in the podcast? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are we, clowns? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Have a soundboard built into your mask. <laughs> <laughs> no. Naughty, naughty. Yeah. Not interested. Well, that's, uh, and, and it's, it's seeping into all aspects of fashion now. COVID, you know. Yeah, masks for, I mean, also. Clothing, everything's all leisure. Exit, yeah. Uh, well, who wants to put on waistband pants when you can put on Brooks stretch, Brothers now has stretchy uh, pants. Brooks Brothers uh, loungewear, you know. <laughs> they might. They probably do. I feel like you have to pivot. You pivot. have to roll with the pivot. times. Yeah, that's a friend's if reference. If you're, uh, you know, making um, custom or, or bespoke uh, suits, uh, Seville Road, you know, in, in, in London. Well, you should make them to match your ties now. Yeah. Right? Make masks to match the ties. Oh, yeah. Could do a whole thing. <laughs> Look at that guy. He's 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 mixing and matching patterns, but it doesn't work. You know, little lines or little stripes and big stripes, you know, with his mask. You know how the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do you try and talk fashion speak to me? <laughs> I know nothing about fashion. <laughs> but you're right. You, you, that wouldn't work. But anyway, it's just now, I don't know. It's just a weird time. It's interesting. And yeah, we'll see where it goes. But it was fun to be in the desert. And I wish we'd stayed an extra day or two. So that we could not have to deal with this heat. I know we came back uh, to some uh, some choice weather. I knew we're it gonna was have to happening. escape this afternoon. We're going to uh, go for as a soon whack. as this is over with. I'm going to uh, upload it or edit it and then upload it and then we go for a walk and maybe catch some nice ocean breezes. Yeah, because it's fucking hot, you guys. Um, we had to kick on the old one wall AC unit, which I guess we could probably buy more for our house, but we're leaving. We're blowing this popsicle stand. <laughs> On that note, it's been another wonderful week. Uh, yeah, thanks talking. for tuning in. Sorry yeah. it's late, but you know, people got a vacation. Better late than never, unless you hate the podcast, then it's, you know, then just never. better late. Just better, better never. <laughs> I don't know. All right, okay. we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.